0: for premium coffee with real impact.
1: And as always, that link is in the show notes. Happy coffee drinking, sisters. And let's just all agree that girls run the world.
0: Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as
1: we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week.
0: Ready, Ready, sisters? sisters? Hello sisters. Hi
1: sisters, how are you? How are you? Do you guys respond? I hope they respond. Like if you're listening to something in your car, just like talk back to us.
0: Just be like, I'm doing fucking fabulous. Yeah, that's right.
1: For those of you that are new, I'm Scout. I'm Maddie. And we are the sisters behind OK Says
0: Podcast. I think our, our, I hope our voices are distinctive enough. I think they are. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) At least you can hear my laugh. Then you will know that it's me.
1: Actually, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and I couldn't distinguish between the host and the guest. I was like, "What is happening right now?" It was very disorienting.
0: Oy, I know. When it, when it gets to too many people, it's pretty. It's a little hard. Well,
1: also there wasn't a clear like interview Q and A format, and so they were just like talking. Uh, so you're like, wait, who's and I was like, wait, interviewing who? Who's the guest?
0: Interesting. And then I
1: walked away like not knowing anything about the guest. <laughs> it was super annoying. I'm sorry for your loss. (laughs) Thank you. It was kind of a waste of an hour, but that's okay. Oh, gosh. What an interview we have for you today, sisters. So we interviewed Lindsay from We Met at Acme, and we are actually going on her podcast, which hopefully airs soon.
0: We spill the dirt on her podcast. Yeah. she. So We Met at Acme is about sex and relationships in, it's it's mainly about New York City, but it's just like millennial dating, you know. Um, she is so down to earth and welcoming. You go into her apartment. It's like this cozy little space. She's adorable. All huddled around her couch. She's so attentive too. she remembered everyone because she's really into astrology as well. So she remembered our parents' signs, our boyfriend and husband's signs. Yeah, she was amazing. She was incredible and knew exactly how we related to each person. It was wild.
1: And if you guys want some personal scoop, I talk about how I lost my virginity on her podcast.
0: Yeah, so you'll have to check it out when we win that Disclaimer, it's a super fucking good story. It is a really good story. I'm surprised you haven't told it on here, but we'll keep it for we'll keep we it, met it, for it. Her. Oh, we met at Acme Exclusive, if you will. Although okay, keep going. I'll tell you why in a second. Okay. Um, all right. So we thought in lieu of um sex and dating, we would tell you the craziest place that we've both had sex.
1: Okay, so here's my problem. Okay. Is I think that the craziest place that I've had sex was my virginity story. But we're keeping that to We Met at Acme exclusive. Yes. So what do I do? Do I say it, the second craziest? Yes. Okay. I mean, okay. Oh, I God. suppose the craziest place I've had sex on the beach. Okay. In a cave. I will never have sex on the beach. You
0: know how I feel about it sand. Was,
1: it was in a cave. and Did it the w- sand get in your butt or something? No. So did you put a towel down? Well, we didn't really. OK, it wasn't like f- it was more um, it was just a blowjob. Okay. <laughs> I'll just say that out loud. <laughs> it wasn't like ballon sex. So, like, OK, so, so you, like th-
0: so there was no sand everywhere. My
1: clothing was on and my vagina was protected by my underwear and pants. Perfect. Yes, that's what we that's how we like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. I don't know if I could have like I, I don't want sand sex on the beach. You would need like a pretty big towel, like one of those extra large towels. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, no, no sand for me. Sorry. Yeah, no,
1: I'm with you. But it was kind of cool. And then literally the minute we finished, a couple walked right past us and I was like, holy Whoa. shit. Literally
0: like seconds after we finished. Yeah, that's wild. That's that's wild. Um, craziest place I've ever had sex. The ocean. You've had sex
1: in the ocean? In the ocean. That is a good one. You'd one up to me right there. Probably got a UTI, but worth it. In the ocean. Was it nighttime? Nope. Daytime. Mm-hmm. People there.
0: We were like far enough out where you w- it just looked like we were just hugging hugging or something yeah Interesting Yeah. 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 Did I it forgot burn it though.
1: did it burn your vagina the salt water?
0: Yeah, it, it like it, it didn't last. It, we just like kind of did it to say it and then we yeah. went back. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It yeah, wasn't yeah. really
0: <laughs> But it was, I don't know. I remember
1: my roommate once had sex in the jacuzzi at our apartment and got in so much trouble. It was hilarious. Wait, how
0: did someone find out?
1: Um, Someone saw them ah. and reported. It was so in good. My g- reported. In reported. W- oh reported my God. Not recorded. I was like, they can't do that. Oh my God, no. Isn't that hilarious, though? <gasps> wild. It's so good.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, also, I think that was the most. That was the most out there for also, me. Also, hi, Grandma,
1: if you're listening oh, yeah. to this. Oh, sh- whatever. She, she listens to every single one of our episodes. It's so cute. She'll love it.
0: We talked She's about talking. the period story. We talked about everything. Already.
1: Yeah, yeah, we and we really go there on
0: Lindsay's episode, so
1: we can't wait for you to hear that one too.
0: I know, but yeah. Th- so this episode is more so about her story, how she started this immensely popular podcast that she has, and she has a lot of other different ventures as well. Um, she has a food Instagram and that, that's that's what really like brought her into this space and 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 you know made her name big in that in that realm and. Um, she's just so cool. Guys. She's so cool. She's, she's so like cool. I like I want her to be my best friend. I mean, I think she is. I think she's part of the sisterhood. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's do the word of the week. Oh, yes. Word of the week is zealot. Oh, this is a good one. A person who is fanatical and uncompromising in pursuit of their religious, political, and other ideals. Um, Okay. I love using this when it's, like, not in a historical context. Or religious context. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I love when, when brands use it or, like, businesses. Like, okay. they were zealots for my business. Okay.
1: So, you like, you're a zealot for Glossier.
0: Yes. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of Evangelist.
1: Oh. Well, no, I think you're thinking of Zealot. I'm a
0: zealot. I'm a fanatic. Yeah, you are a fanatic. Yes, they just launched um, a new brand called yeah, Glossier Yeah, what is it Play. about? Because
1: I keep getting emails and I'm not really sure what's going on.
0: Yeah, so Glossier Play is a more makeup-forward branch of Glossier, and it's really focused on highly pigmented, really going-out shimmer glitter. It's like the crazy old, like, younger sister of Glossier. That, Are like, you goes here out. for that? I'm not here for it, only because I don't wear makeup. And that sounds excessive. <laughs> it's it's very, the, the colors are very excessive. But also knowing me is uh, I've learned how to do certain types of makeup because of Glossier. Because mm-hmm. they have that no makeup makeup love. vibe around Yeah, them, which we love. Which we love. So when they came out with like a highlighter that was super easy to just like draw on your face, I got that because I was like, okay, like if I can just have to draw it. It'll mm. be easy. Or they did Lid Star, which is literally you just swipe on eye shadow and then pat it, and that's all you. Does need to do. Does it look good? Yeah, it's just like a because little. Because I am terrible at eye shadow. yeah, no, I can't do it. So I, do- I liked their Lid Star and their highlighter, and I, I love their blush because it's like a little finger paint. Just put it on. Yeah. Um. Uh, but this is this is this is eccentric. Yeah, it's like, it's like gl- gold glitter. Eyeshadow, um, eyeliner that's like green, like it's very okay. Out so there. it's not for us. Yeah, I don't know if it's out f- It's for us. Wow, Glossier
1: did something that you're not oh here for. Know, this is wild. a first.
0: I mean, the branding is fabulous. Of course, it's gonna. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna go to the store and try it on. There is one lip color that I think I would like. Okay. It's like this bright, orangey red, which is my. Oh, by the way, I have your Kylie Lip Kit in my purse. I have to give it back to you.
1: Give it back. I know. I'm burning Now that that, she's a billionaire. That. Give that shit back. Oh my god.
0: I'm not buying. I'm not contributing to her. No, to I'm gonna, her fortune I, will, anymore. I need to
1: go over to our stepsister's
0: house and just steal a bunch oh, from her. absolutely. She, she said I could. She has contributed to half of your Kylie, Kylie Jenner's lip- No, to Kylie Jenner's billionaire shit. Oh yeah, she
1: has every single lip kit.
0: She's the reason Kylie Jenner's a fucking billionaire. Okay,
1: well, I wouldn't go that far, but I see what you're saying
0: anyways I'm, I'm, I'm shaking my head i'm smh uh, oh my
1: god i always i always would look at smh and be like what the fuck does yeah, that mean and then i would look it up and
0: every time i look it up i'm like oh yeah duh right right there's some acronyms where i'm just like there's a yeah. few where i'm like what is yeah that? you can you can do without it but smh is just so funny it's just like shaking my
1: head like who wait, do we really say that a lot <laughs> and do we really shake our heads a lot i just did i don't really shake my head oh in mean, disapproval Maybe I do, yeah. The slow shake, you know what I mean? Like when you're getting a little nuts, I think like, I shake my head. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, I mm, hear you. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into Lindsay. Let's get into this episode. All right, enjoy. enjoy. sisters. We Met at Acme is a podcast by Lindsay Metzeler about millennial dating in NYC. We live in a generation of suppressing and not expressing. This podcast touches on subjects that we don't talk about, but we all want to know about. We Met at Acme delves into sex. Relationships and vulnerability, with some hilarious anecdotes along the way. Lindsay Metzler is a native unorker and CEO of Lindsay's Lunchbox. Lindsay is a food Instagram influencer with almost eighty thousand following. Along after many dating experiences, Lindsay felt it was imperative to create this podcast and shed a light on this touchy subject. So without
0: further ado, Lindsay. Hey guys, welcome. <laughs> so we are just very comfortable with Lindsay already because we went we on her podcast earlier, earlier this, this week.
2: The three sisters, the three Basically, sisters. We are the She's three been sisters. inducted
0: into the sisterhood. That I is love it. Sure. Yes. Oh my god, we're so excited to talk about everything we met at Acme because we're huge fans, obviously. Yes, huge fans. Um, but let's do. Round a current fixation. Okay, I'll start. Okay.
1: Okay, so mine is like a current fixation, but it pops up every time I'm in New York City. Okay. Every time I come here, I have to go to Cafe Habana and I Ugh. have to eat the corn. The
2: corn. I knew you were going to say oh the corn. My God. It's the just the
0: so corn. weird because there's a Cafe Habana in Malibu.
2: Yeah. So I would never not, go there. Uh, I would
0: literally far. never go to Malibu. It's, it's far. far. It's far from It's it might as well be in New York. At and this I feel point. like yeah. it's not the same. Yeah,
2: it has a very different vibe for sure.
0: I feel like if I go to the
2: Malibu one, it's going to ruin it for me. Hmm. Oh, you've never been to it? No, I've never been to it. It was the first one I've ever been to before I even went to the New York oh, one. Oh, okay. Like really the New York one yeah. is just
1: like, so nostalgic for me because that's where yeah. my friends and I would literally get dinner every night when I went to Sarah Lawrence for a year. Mm. We would it's always like come into the
2: city. And go there. I
0: don't know. For us, it's like quintessential New York, which yeah. like it probably isn't that way, but just for I like never. No, been it's there not not, not. like a okay. area.
2: It's in you know. It's yeah, like so like Soho, right? You know. With totally. McNally
1: Jackson right next door, the which best is like the best bookstore in
2: the world. I could spend. Hours there. I could spend thousands of dollars there. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Okay, my current fixation. Have you guys watched... The TV show Sex Education on Netflix. I'm obsessed. No.
2: I'm obsessed. Okay, who was talking? Oh, the, our barista was talking about yes. it yesterday. Okay, and the main we, character is, she is gorgeous oh, and Maeve. he is so cute. Otis yeah. and Maeve. Okay, Maeve. so let me,
0: let me uh, break down the synopsis of the show. Break so it's it about down. an awkward teenage boy named Otis. It's, everyone is British in the show. And he happens to have a sex therapist as a mother. So, oh, that sounds like us. Yeah, <laughs> no, but like his mother is actually saying she's like diagnosing him I all the time. I have to tell you about the conversation we had
1: last night. Keep okay. going, keep going.
0: Um, and he teams up with his high school classmate. Her name is Maeve, and they start an underground sex therapy clinic at school. And he gives unsol not unsolicited he gives advice to these these kids about sex, but he's never had sex himself. It's very fascinating. But the reason I love it so much is it, it explores unique sexual health and relationship issues that both hetero sexual and lgbtq interesting people you know teens especially face so you know the show has been praised for its positive and healthy portrayal also of male friendships um mm. the friendship between otis and his gay best friend it's like the anti of toxic masculinity like they have this deep connection and one of them is gay one of them is straight and it's mm. just oh it is such a a great show this it reminds so me good.
1: of last night because i was with one of my best friends who's gay my mom and all we did was talk about anal sex
2: and yeah. like what it means to be a top or a bottom in the gay world so it's mom, an important conversation it's yes. a very important conversation It's an important conversation but i will say so my boyfriend's british and he told me that oh. a lot of the shit in sex education is not a hundred percent what it's like england, to go to you school mean? in england yeah like i oh, yeah, don't have lockers Interesting. They okay. there were like a few other things like yeah. they tried to make it like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like more Americanized, exactly. Yeah. But you know what? Good for them because it's obviously yeah. working. Yeah. yeah. Where do you watch this on Netflix? Netflix. It's Netflix. a original
0: series, okay. and I don't know. It just puts sex in like such a healthy and positive light, especially mm-hmm. with teenagers. You don't really see this type of show where mm-hmm. it's very explicit, but in a healthy way. Yeah. Usually it's in a like. Shameful way, mm. for sure. and this, or, or, or hypersexualized. Yeah, like this is, and it touches on so much of the LGBT community, which mm. I feel like has been way underrepresented, especially in teenage culture yeah. on TV. Yeah. So, everyone, check it out. It's,
1: you're gonna like binge it. You're gonna binge it in one. How day.
2: many seasons yeah. are there? Just one. Just it one just one got, got renewed for a second season. Yeah, God. Okay, Thank God. Okay, okay. I actually haven't been able to watch it in a few days because I it's like my mine and my boyfriend show, and I yeah. always. I always, like, you know, cheat yeah. on the show thing and go ahead, but I'm really trying to be good Got this time. it. Okay, That's got
1: hard it. when you watch a show with your so significant other because so you can't hard. just, like, put it on
2: whenever you want. You can't. And I mean, you can, but then you have to be an actress. Yeah. And, and pretend. You watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> and to
0: be like, oh, my God. Yeah. My way.
2: husband will do
1: that. He'll go ahead, but then he'll... Be nice and be like, we're gonna rewatch all the episodes that I just watched. Like, yeah, you better. Yeah, you
2: don't get mad knowing that he's already seen them. No, because I would he get us when
1: We rewatch it. Right. If he was like, you have to watch it on your own time, I'd be like, no way, no way, yeah. But, no, he re-watches them with me. It's such an really interesting nice. dynamic.
0: I feel like people don't talk about that. The, like,
1: watching together. I don't, together, oh, I don't watch... Need to
2: talk about it yeah, more.
1: I don't yeah. watch TV because I live with my husband, and so we have to watch whatever we both agree exactly. upon. Exactly. It's so interesting that And we have very dynamics. different styles in TV shows. So I
2: just don't watch a lot of but TV it's now. okay to watch a different show than your partner. Like oh, for sure. Nor- let's normalize watching... Shows separately, individually. Separately. I know we <laughs> yes. have two TVs in our
1: house. I can very easily just go into the other room. Exactly. But I get it. It's
2: it's nice to like be together you know, and have the commentary of yeah. the same mm. thing. Totally, you know. totally.
0: Okay, Lindsay, your current <gasps> fixation. Oh my
2: god. Um, th- I feel s- I, it's like I had it and now like I'm going blank. But it's gonna come to, to, to me. My current fixation. Oh, is a game that okay. my friend yeah, okay. showed me this week Ooh. called Quiplash. Oh, and it sounds very niche. but I'll tell you about it, though. And actually, okay. if you have like five minutes when you leave, maybe we can play around. Perfect. It's a game. You can get it on your computer or like Amazon TV. Mm. And basically what it does is it has it asks you these questions and you have to fill in an answer. And then you go to. This website, and it's like a, a live, it's almost like Quiz Up or whatever that thing is yeah. called, you know? Yeah. And you see like everyone's answers on the screen, and then you vote on who has the funniest answer. Oh, so
0: it's kind of like Cards Against Humanity, exactly, but, but
2: virtual. That's oh, okay. crazy! It's really fun, and I'm not a big gamer. Yeah, and I was like so into it because you just like you really it's so silly. Probably. You tap into you're so silly, and you tap into your real like. Creative mind, so mm. I've been like obsessed with it. And then once I got back from the party, I was like, "Can we play it again?" You know, <laughs> with my roommate, and, my w- and they were like, "No, like we don't want to play this <laughs> game." But then they did one round, and it, it satisfied me. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love that. that. Sounds really fun. It's really fun. Okay, That's, I highly recommend. Okay, great. Yes, we need. A d- I I love
0: a good a good game. A we good we game. played a lot of games mm-hmm. when we went to England. Yeah,
2: we we were board
0: gamers, but yeah, I'm into it. What's good your game? favorite board game? Rubik's yeah, oh,
2: we're a Ramen a family. Jew-
0: I, I realize it's a very Jewish is it really game? Yeah, I you didn't know, know what that? I thought
2: was Jewish backgammon.
0: Maybe that is. Too. I think that's Probably. Middle Eastern.
2: Yeah. I yes, know. you're right. You're absolutely right because yeah. it's my Persian Jewish friends <laughs> yeah, that, that, that play That makes it. sense. Backgammon, <laughs> love
0: it. Okay, let's talk about you. I'm so excited. So, let's start from the beginning. Let's do it.
2: How did you? first start we met at Acme, why, what was the whole origin story? For sure. So I started almost two years ago now, like I would say a year and three quarters. Um, I had just gotten out of a relationship and it was kind of a like shocking situation. It was a relationship that I was convincing myself to be in and didn't even really like the person. And then all of a sudden I got dumped on my birthday ooh, god damn yep. that's rough so <laughs> it was definitely karma for having dumped my ex on valentine's day years ago karma just like waiting when in the curtains around, around. yeah okay. exactly that's great um but i guess it just really threw me and pissed me off because i was like how did i get myself into this situation and yeah. why was i with someone that i didn't even really like and allow them To break up with me. Mm -hmm. Like, did I really care that much about being with someone as opposed to being single Mm. that I let that happen? Mm. So I was like, let's I could handle this, however. But the way I choose, like, I could be sad. I could like grieve. I could feel bad for myself or I could just like make this into something great and really just look at it as like a blessing to be single, you know, and figure out ways to make other people who are in similar situations feel good about being alone and, like, being by themselves. And so it really started off with let's just talk about how fucked up dating is and, like, commiserate together, you know? Because millennial dating is – today you you don't just, like, get rejected. Like, they still look at your Instagram stories. They never go away. They They never go away. You cannot fully – Remove someone from your life. You cannot get rid of these people. It's so toxic. Like even when you delete a phone number and they text you, it says maybe John Jones. I'm like, really? Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. (laughs) I deleted him. Like maybe not. And so I just really wanted to talk about it. And I had I had friends come on. And in the beginning, it started with just friends. Like every episode was a friend and I shooting the shit about dating and now it's grown to like more than just friends it's influencers and mm-hmm. celebrities and sisters mm-hmm. and all kinds of people talking about their personal experiences and kind of how it's been for them and um and that's really the story wow okay so over the years you've
1: grown it tremendously and you've got to talk to some incredible people what is the best relationship advice you've
2: ever received from a guest that is a great question Um, you know, there's, there's so much advice flowing on the podcast. I think I'm just going to go with the simplest one, which Mm -hmm. is when someone either tells you or shows you who they are, believe them Mm -hmm. because there's just no, you know, there's no, if someone's like, you know, I'm an asshole and you're like, no, you're not babe. Like, right. They probably know better than you. They've been with themselves for, you know, 20 plus years. Um, and you just met them. So, like, people really, they do try to show you and to tell you whether it's in red flags that we overlook or anything else. And we just want to believe the best. Like, I I recently had a friend who got really upset with this guy for seeing another girl when they were hooking up. Meanwhile, he said to her in the beginning, verbatim, I'm not looking for anything serious. Yeah. Mm. and you know so yeah. I, I just don't just think listen that's, yeah just yeah. listen just listen and then you won't be so confused when they show yeah, you we. That. I yeah. feel like we try to fix them we think that we're, g- we're or, gonna be the exception or yeah exactly. or like
0: manipulate their personality or mold them to something that we want but them it's them like no right. when they
2: show you who they are believe yeah. them I love that's that a, that's it's like advice. well they just don't yeah. know me and then like they'll be different no it doesn't yeah. matter because mm-hmm. What you start with is what you end with. Like mm. they're not going to guys aren't like and girls aren't going to change that much. We're like adults now, mm. you know? Yeah, that's a really good piece of advice. Yeah.
0: So given the you know, I've always wondered this about your podcast because it is about like sex and relationships and dating. Do people get a little hesitant when they come on the podcast? Mm. Like are they a little scared to overshare or is have you seen that people are like down to open up and just get right down to it?
2: Some people are a little reserved and those people we we actually don't always end up airing every episode we record because of that. Oh, Um, people have come back and been like, I actually feel uncomfortable with this." either that or they gave me really nothing when we Mm -hmm. recorded. And then I was just like I had to make an executive decision. Like, yeah, no one wants to hear someone not talking about things Mm -hmm. on a podcast yeah, and not being honest. Um, And then there's the complete opposite, which are people who I never thought would open up. You know, my friend Julia on episode, I think it was like episode six or no, seven. She was talking about squirting and like how she squirts. And I'm like, wow. okay, there we go. go. (laughs) All right. So you really never know what you're going to get. But I really try to make sure that people know what they're getting into when coming on the podcast and are Mm -hmm. willing to talk about those things.
0: Yeah, because you don't want it to be flat. You don't want it. It is still about this. I mean, I don't want to say like taboo subject, but. It is a little stigmatized, for sure. But and not open only up that, to a stra- stranger, too. Not I only think. that, hundred percent. not only
1: that. Like Mads and I were talking about it. Like we can talk about our relationship and sex life, but we're not the only ones in that. In there's it. other people. Yeah. There's our our my husband and her boyfriend, who is a part of that. So right. you don't want to step on their
2: privacy exactly. a little bit, for sure. Yeah. And I think it's really important to get you know your partners. I wouldn't say approval, but to at least give but them a heads up yeah. about what you're doing if you're going well, on a podcast. Well, I did not give him, my husband a heads
1: <sighs> up, and I totally talked about losing my virginity to him, so that's that's good. Oh, not, oh my we God. We Acme. Yeah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, and no, I, I, texted, I texted Ben before, and I was like, just... So you know, like I'm going on this podcast, like yeah. anything I say, it's gonna be more so like my opinion. experience yeah. and opinion, mm-hmm. and also like I
2: just have, I don't have like anything bad to say about you, uh, so yeah, it's I'm not really like it's gonna no. Portray we definitely a said all good things, but all the good things. Wait, Scout, going back to that story for a second, and you can <laughs> totally cut this out if you don't want to talk about it. But I forgot to ask you on we met at Acme. You lost your virginity to him, but then you weren't together for a few years. Yes, Mm. have you slept with anyone else? Yes, okay, yes, many a person. No, I haven't (laughs) slept with that many people. No, because if you hadn't, if you hadn't, I'd be like, Oi, no, my mom, yeah,
1: my mom told us that you have to sleep with at least three men before getting
2: engaged. I that's very low, but she told me, I think she
1: told
0: me seven.
2: Oh, she told me like three.
0: Yeah, I don't know. She, what just that wanted describes- me, she
1: just wanted me to have sex with someone other than my husband. Right. I yeah, think that's that is fair. Very, very important. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay, so good, good advice.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, what has been the proudest moment of yours since starting we met at Acme? Like, was there a specific guest that you were like, holy shit, I've been wanting to talk to this person? Or what was kind of like a
2: really cool that's moment a for great you? Question. Um The proudest moment for me is really when people reach out and they're like I you know met this great person on Hinge because you told me to get on it oh. or even more proud I broke up with this douchebag because I realized he doesn't appreciate me based on listening to this episode and things like that actually really do make me the proudest mm. but a moment where I was like holy shit like maybe we're on to something this is cool um, was probably when I was interviewing the the old bachelor Nick Vial, because yeah. I was yeah. just like I can't believe. Did he
0: come in into your house? No, it was oh, okay. in LA. I, ha- I <laughs> okay. was like in L.
2: A. doing a slew of interviews there, and uh, we were at the Dear Media Studio, right. and he was just like waiting in the waiting room for me, and I was like, "Oh, oh my god, god. Yeah. Like we interviewed what? we interviewed Vanessa actually. Oh really? Yeah, yeah so That's, tell me that's more. really funny. I mean, no, uh, I mean she she's really, a such a gem. She's such
0: a gem. She really she's did a Libra not. As well. Really, she mm. did. She really did not have anything negative to say about nick which i was surprised by um she but just, she said she was broken hearted like it yeah, was really I mean, all tough she for said her was you know it is such a unique position you're going on this reality tv show you know th- no one else has this experience but you and that mm, person mm. and for it to be locked up for that time where it when it airs and then literally overnight you're like a international sensation and you're going on good morning America to like announce your relationship. Like she was just, I don't think prepared and it was way too much in the spotlight. And she's just like, you know, she's such a cool chick from Canada. Like she's, she didn't want, that, I think... She turned and down Bachelor
1: in Paradise a few times. Yeah,
0: she was like, it's not, you know... And uh she said they worked... They, they went to therapy. They went to couples, individual therapy. And was, at the end she of the also day, they just weren't similar. She also
1: just I mean, said that once they ended up getting to know each other off the show, sh- they were completely different people. Right. She was like, I didn't which realize how
2: different we were. makes a learn. lot of
0: sense. I yeah. mean, the 100%. show is so...
2: But incubated. you said something, Maddie, that I thought was really interesting. You were mm. like, she realize they weren't similar so does that mean yeah. you have to be similar to that's an excellent question yeah together? i mean but isn't that what she said she
0: was like no well she said we're was, very
1: opposite people no she said that her, their core values were different sure okay and that i feel like your core values have to be similar yeah. but you don't have to be similar to your partner like my husband and i are so different he's an extrovert i'm an introvert he's into science i'm more creative we could not be any more different but yeah. our core values are the same right i think that
0: is yeah that is true the value the value set and the your moral compass Mm -hmm. has to be aligned
2: i would agree with that
0: yeah are you opposite
1: or uh, like your boyfriend
2: we're pretty similar um how did you meet we we met on hinge actually yeah um and that's why i'm so like a pusher of the dating apps because I, i really like i don't think that first of all if i saw him at a party I just wouldn't have the balls to like, I wouldn't think because he's really cute and I wouldn't (laughs) think that he would be into me unless I saw proof. You know what I mean? Which is really what the dating apps do. it's It's validating. It's validating. But also like what I love so much about dating apps, specifically Hinge, is that, you know, you probably run into these people. You go to the same parties. You go to the same bars. Isn't like, it because
0: it's it's common friends, right? On Hinge? Common friends. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, exactly. that's the difference. And that's okay. why it's
2: so great. You have to have at least a friend in common. And you just, you don't know. Mm. You you don't know. And like, obviously, you know, it's great to be confident. I'm confident most of the time. But you just don't know. Like, it's just, it's really hard to tell if someone would be into you. Yeah. And to take that shot, and I'm sure maybe it's the same the other way around. Maybe he wouldn't have known if I was into him, mm-hmm. and then because of that, we would would have never spoken. Yeah. So I think what Hinge does really well is it says, "Listen, you guys are both into each other. You can you can take it from here. Can, like yeah, we, exactly. we settled this for you." Well,
0: that's that's the biggest misconception about dating apps. It's it's not a dating app. It's a meeting app. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what people like. No, you're not supposed to have a relationship on the app. That's not what it's supposed to serve you. It's supposed to put you two together, have that validation. And then, yeah, as you said, take it from there, which I think is like a big misconception, especially in older generations. They're like everyone's like having relationships on these apps like no that they're they're just a conduit to meeting someone 100%. it's so
1: interesting yeah. because all of these apps came out after i started getting together with adam so mm. i feel as if these dating apps have defined our generation yeah. and that is some and i have no like i have no yeah, idea you don't have like. experience with no it, experience nor, I. Yeah. nor do we i yeah we never
2: I. once no they weren't allowed
1: they no. weren't they weren't
2: not allowed sorry they weren't no. available when so interesting no I believe you I mean I mean there were always those websites right like yeah but like who did the websites exactly and it yeah you're right it only became it I guess like, jdate was like the only somewhat acceptable website but you in like for people in their 30s 40s yeah 50s. yeah it was never like so, a 20 year old thing you're right and then when I so when I graduated college in 2012 tinder was in beta mm-hmm. and I had a friend one of my friends is the founder and so I got. He went to USC. Access to beta. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, so I I was on it, and and can you imagine Tinder when there were only twenty eight people on that's, it? That's crazy. <laughs> it was the what weirdest. What was the point? Thing. Like you
0: just, I mean, just to like see was, how it worked. Okay, got but it. the
2: pool was like it's legit. <laughs> It was like legit because yeah. it was literally like friends of friends only, only. right. And like people that were in the same social scene and like Interesting. no randos, you know? True, true. And I actually ended up meeting someone like when it was in beta. That's crazy. Which was so funny. And now, like, and I, li- I literally have not met one person from Tinder since. Yeah. But have Tinder you tried S- Bumble? I have. Yeah, I've tried all the apps. And you like Hinged the best. Hinge. Is so much better. The guys on Bumble are lazy, mm-hmm. okay? Because girls reach out, you know, so they just like swipe, swipe, swipe. They're like, oh, "Let's see who's gonna hit me up."
1: Interesting. That's a good way to put it. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the in a way to try to make it more female empowerment, it kind of put men on the back
2: burner a little bit. Exactly. And like,
0: and like the and like men don't need to work for it. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's well. about
2: female empowerment at all. And like, I understand why they go with that angle, one hundred percent. I yeah. would yeah. too, yeah. but like we should be getting compliments we should be you know yeah, they should be the on ones trying and pursuing hustling. Uh, pursuing like someone. let us fucking relax like we do enough we That's have to true. get our makeup done for dates like we have to put on heels wax. why do we have to also ask them wax out? wax yeah laser <laughs>
0: laser god damn everything i know everything what has been the best sex advice you've been given mm, on the
2: podcast that's really good um or like have you seen question. or like have
0: you seen your sexual knowledge or experience grow as a result of the podcast
2: for sure yes definitely um but my best sex advice well there's two so there's two different guests that gave me sex advice the first was a sex therapist named carly okay she awesome. was awesome carly Blau, check her out And then the second was a sexologist named Shan Boodrum, who is dope. Like, she is so cool. Carly basically said, and Carly came on when I was single still, so this was really necessary for me. She was like, have you ever looked at a dick up close? (laughs) And I was like, not really. Like, think about it.
1: Yeah, like just like, sat and stared at it. Just like <laughs> staring at a dick. Yeah. You know? And I mean, like, you get a pretty good view when you're giving head, but. Sure,
2: sure. But like, but I'm it's just. inside your mouth. Exactly. You're not yeah, looking but at when you it come
1: out, you can see a little bit. <laughs> yeah, of it. but like,
2: you're not necessarily looking at it. I'm not, you're examin- you're not other examining not examining it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you just don't examine a dick. And she was like, that's why a lot of people get diseases because like it's right in front of them and they don't look like they turn the lights mm-hmm. off. Like there's so many girls who have told me like I didn't even know whether or not he was circumcised Becoming until was so after dark. because we just had sex in the dark. So that was really interesting to me. That's very For interesting. Sure. And the second was from Shan Budrum, a sexologist who told me that we have sex at essentially the wrong times. Like we have sex before bed usually right when we're tired yeah yes oh my god I always say this yeah which is a terrible time to have sex Mm. and she said it's about like consent and intent and like you have to really want it both of you and if you don't why are you forcing it just because it's before bed or you know like Find a time that actually works for you guys without scheduling it and taking away the romance. Yeah. But like if you both like to do it in the morning, try to do it in the morning before work. If you if you can't find a time during the week, don't do it during the week. Like no one's forcing you to have sex every day at a time where you're full or tired or my favorite. My
1: favorite time to have sex is while I'm getting ready to go out for dinner. So before dinner. I'm oh, not. Oh, I, ha-
2: I have to do before
0: dinner. I don't That's my disagree. Time to I love
2: lunch. a like five six p.m. sex I right before dinner. Like, I, I love.
0: Cannot have sex after I eat. It's just yeah. It yeah it's same. it's, it's just not, not happening. I'm the it's same not way. happening. I'm bloated. I. Don't, I just want to lay it out. Yeah. I don't want to do anything. And you don't exactly. want to not enjoy dinner. Exactly. And
2: dinner is so much better after, after you have sex. sex. Oh, my so a God, because so hungry. Right? It's like a little bit of a workout. Like You work <laughs> up an appetite. Yeah, totally. And then the last thing she said was she was like, I, I said to her, I was like, well, you're a sexologist. You know, you must have crazy sex. She's like, actually, I don't. Um, Like, I just have, you know, pretty, pretty normal sex, like, pretty vanilla sex and guess what? Vanilla is still a delicious flavor. <laughs> oh, I love that. Damn, girl. And I was like, you know yeah, what? Like,
0: I, I, I definitely agree with that. I feel mm-hmm. like there is this societal pressure to like get kinky and switch it up. Like, you know, constantly. The, yeah. Like, Ooh, like revive the relationship. And i right. just like, if it if it ain't broke, like, I don't know. Exactly. It's like, why do I need to, like, get a swing? And I don't know. You and don't. Like, why I do don't. I need to get a
2: swing? <laughs> you don't need to get a swing. You don't need to get a vibrator. You need to yes. do what feels good for you. Right. Yeah. Like,
0: I remember my boyfriend and I, we, like, looked at each other. We're like, should we be, like, doing all this, like, random poses? I'm like, we, like, looked at We're like, we like what we do, right? It's, like, fine. Like, sure. results, It's amazing. It's It works. Like, why would we? And it's obviously fun to explore, but it's like we – everyone just keeps going back to the same shit you do every
2: time like and it's yeah. great like i don't 100%. understand
0: why there's like this weird pressure
2: i couldn't agree more yeah. there should not be pressure and okay. i feel like in every tv show they're like let's
0: sh- like revive the relationship i don't know i just never have liked that those narrative. tv show
2: couples probably need to revive that's true because of the drama of the show that they're trying to (laughs) provide that is true that is true
1: yeah i'm with you on that one for me like the best way to like spice it up is to wear lingerie that's what i love doing Mm.
2: i Mm. respect that but the funny thing is i've tried the lingerie thing and the only like he's just like he rips it off and like that's that yeah i'm like wait this is so cute
1: on me he's like oh it's cuter off
2: of you actually (laughs) but i just like
1: it's a nice. Build up. It's a nice yeah. excitement. And if, and if it puts you, 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 you in the mood immediately, and like you feel really good about yourself, and so therefore you have good sex. I mean, I don't do it a lot, but like maybe for a special occasion, I'll go buy something. Yeah, right yeah. it just it just helps. It helps me more than I think it helps him. I think it like puts totally. me
0: in the mood. Yeah, right. totally.
2: totally. Sorry, guys, my sister's face no. something, but I just. <laughs> you <laughs> Press the buttons. So so... Okay,
0: sisters. so let's yeah, talk God, about. Sisters. Sisters. Your food Instagram. Did this happen before
2: or after we met? This has been a long time coming. Wow. Okay. My food Instagram started in 2013. Wow. When I was living in the city after school, and I have always been eating pure junk. Like, I don't. Eat salads. Also, um, everyone Lindsay okay, is a like a stink. stick. It's That's just shit. like your metabolism. <laughs> Can we have your That's metabolism? Really nice, when, I look at, when I look at
0: girls who are just like their bodies are, you know, just very slim, I'm like, I just want your metabolism.
2: <laughs> I just envy well, the metabolism. Anyway, you wouldn't want my psychotic mind, so we okay. all make <laughs> compromises. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I I've always like been eating kind of like a, a child, mm. essentially. Like kids' menu is for me. Um, so I was like, maybe I'm not the only person that Mm -hmm. eats like this and hates salads. So let me see. So I started this Instagram called don't expect salads and great name. Thank you. Also, like salads, I don't know why salads do well in photos on Instagram. Like, because well, they're very vibrant and colorful. They are, That's why. but like most aren't. You yeah. know, and most don't
1: have enough shit in it. They charge you like fifteen bucks, and they exactly put, like, a so, quarter I, uh, of a cup of yeah. shit. yeah. So I feel you like know.
2: the salads that you're seeing on Instagram that are getting likes are like a fake news salad. Like mm. they're fake just not. Salad. No,
0: I mean, have you heard? Uh, Aziz Ansari actually has a bit about this. He's like. This is the reality. Salads need to step it up. Yes, like, I remember that it's <laughs> it's so just, good. And it's true. Like he's like, yeah. No one is going in when you smell like bacon. You're just like, oh, you make a bacon. I want bacon. But if someone's like chopping up carrots, you're not like, oh, give me some of those carrots. Like it just yeah. needs to step it up. I totally get that. That's a great bit, and yeah. I
2: really want to hear it. You I do. also love him. Um, but it's true. Like salads just aren't interesting. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I made this Instagram and at the time have you guys heard of the infatuation of course nope. so it's just like a food of course, it's just, like it. food. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's just like a food um their blog where they they review restaurants and things like that but they, they have
0: a very specific a angle. They're, angle they're they're yeah. really funny mm. and honest it's okay. it's not like eater where eater is more like not traditional but just you know this is the review this is what they have Butter blah. Right, blah. Exactly. infatuation like puts in like this like funny Uh it's great
2: yeah it's it's so good um but at the time like they were just starting out and with this like hashtag eats with five e's and i would hashtag it all the time and they did an event and it was only like 20 of us there were only 20 food influencers no one else had a food instagram it was still like at the beginning of instagram and it's crazy how old i feel telling this story I know, but
0: no but it's evolved so quickly yeah it really yeah. has it i really remember has. when i first
1: got 11 likes and it turned from the names to oh the my number god. Never i never forget like, oh, oh my yeah. god never I forget, forget. <laughs> That's so
2: sad. it was That's like the best day I never of my life forget. thank god now they don't do the oh name yeah. like even when you have one like cuz yeah, really like i would yeah. be really yeah. sad i would be sad oh my god i totally forgot about that yeah anyway that time no but but anyway so like i kind of like formed a bond with all these other influencers that were also starting out and I got on it early and like, you know, now they all have like 200, 300,000 followers and I kind of put it aside to, you know, do like my day job and this podcast now, but it's still so fun and I get a free meal every now and then. And like people send me food sometimes. So it's, it's, everyone should make a food instagram for sure if you like food (laughs) yeah your food food
1: instagram is so good it like makes me
2: drool wait i'm so happy you said that yeah it's it's great i need need to post about it today but i'll do that (gasps) okay so
1: what advice would you give someone looking to get into the podcasting world
2: that is a great question sorry i just got distracted because fire festival just liked my what they still exist i don't know do you think it's really them It says "Liked by Fire
1: Festival." Okay, that that
0: cannot be. I'm obsessed with Fire Festival.
1: I I could talk about it it for
2: hours. This weekend,
1: I'm going to watch both of the documentaries. You
0: have to. I don't understand why you haven't already. Because I don't watch TV. I don't know what. (sighs) I don't know how
2: you have all this time. I make the time. (laughs) What is it? What is it? Is it a fan account? kind of it's run by it the guy be. from the hulu doc now oh, oh jerry media oh no 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 no, the hulu no doc. oren yeah he's not there anymore with jerry oh. but he's actually great he just came on my podcast <gasps> did he oh i need to yeah, listen yeah, need to, to listen. that one to holy shit okay. um but ooh, as we were um, and oh someone who wants oh, to advice go for podcasting yeah. Yeah. um First of all, get some equipment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, find something that you are genuinely interested in. Try to be as niche as possible. And um, I guess just, like, be as honest as you can and mm-hmm. vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Because people want to relate to you. And they can't do that if you're pretending, like, everything is perfect. Yeah. Um, so just be honest find your find your category and like go in on that essentially mm-hmm. and have really interesting people come on and get a big social media presence and like work that angle um i think consistency yeah. is also key too For sure. like
0: you especially i mean a podcast is you know right. once or twice a week and if you just fought, like continue with that consistency, I think people will expect it and it will grow that exactly. way.
2: Exactly. Like kind of do the same thing every episode. Like you guys right. do with your fixations and I do with like dating stories mm-hmm. and Zodiac signs and all of that stuff. Totally. And one of my favorite podcasts, Desert Island Discs. Mm. Um, Basically, it's a woman from BBC and she has a, usually a celebrity on and she asks them to choose – Eight songs that they would bring with them on a desert island. Oh, eight, damn. Songs? eight songs. Oh my God, that's very specific. It is very specific, but I think
1: yeah, because I like it's question. so specific, it's great. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, how did you get into zodiac
2: signs? Talk. All, t- um, oh, yeah. What's your yeah. sign? Again? My my sign's a Libra, a Libra that's right. like mm-hmm. your mom, who's amazing. <laughs> yes, yeah, she um, is. And I got into it because I was at BU for school, and uh, my roommate went abroad. And so another friend of mine moved in, and she brought all these books, these, like, astrology books. And at the time, I didn't believe in anything. I was like, religion, no, like, this, no. I just was not really a believer in things. And I read some of these astrology books, and one was called The Secret Language of Birthdays. And I actually have it here in this apartment, and it tells you about the exact day you're born. Mm. And so I picked it up and I opened up to September 28th and I was like, holy shit, this is the most accurate thing I've ever read. Um, Like, how is this possible? I don't think I think it's bullshit. So I went to a different page and I read that and I was like, this isn't me at all. Hmm. And then I was like, maybe this is legit. And I started to learn more and more about it and I looked up my whole chart which is like your rising sign your moon sign Venus all this stuff and I actually had my chart read a few years ago and I just I really believe that not in the daily horoscopes like today you will come into money like that's bullshit I think but in the general like all Libras are X, Y, and Z, like all cancers are very, you know, blah, blah, blah. And all Virgos Mm. are like neurotic, whatever it is, you know? Um, I think just knowing someone's sun sign, which is what cancer, Virgo, and Libra are for us, Mm. like helps you understand them better. And I'm all about like trying to be self-aware and like awareness. And because astrology helps you get there, I was a big fan of it and still
0: am. And I mean, that is, especially because you have to connect with your guests right away, even if they're strangers, like kind of knowing their sign could kind of give you a sense into how – to talk to them better, or how to kind of maneuver the conversation and the energy level. thats like an exactly. excellent point. You know, exactly it, it, that. It, that does make sense to me.
1: I don't know. I'm like super into spirituality and alternative healing modalities mm. and meditation and that whole world. Mm. And and I—it's not that I would say that I don't believe in astrology. It's just that I've never had the opportunity to get really into it. And I also read a book one time that told me that me and my husband are incompatible. So I was like, "Fuck you, that's not true." <laughs> um, and I think I think. What I think is that the astrology world we've been given is very one-dimensional. And you are more than just your, what is it, sun sign? Yes, exactly. And, and I think
2: uh, that's where
1: that's I'm where not pushing into and, the other And realm. I
2: agree with that. And, and, like, based only on sun sign, yeah. I could see why you read that about Virgo and Gemini. And you saw my reaction on my side. Like, I, you guys are very different. However... You don't know the rest of your chart. You don't know the rest of his chart. Mm -hmm. And there are so many more things that are important than your sun sign with someone. Um, so I think that's really interesting, and I also think that you should look up the rest of yours. Yeah, I would love to because I I know that something else must align. Yeah, I would love to. That'd be so we
0: should do that together, Matt. Yeah, let's do it on the pod. Yeah, that'd
1: be
2: so fun. We should should get get an astrology that does it for you. Oh, there's an app. Yeah, it's called CoStar. Oh, CoStar, one of our guests,
0: said it was their current fixation. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, honestly,
2: I'm glad that they said it because I was gonna say it, but I'm glad it's been said. It's been said. Yeah, no, we need to do it for sure.
0: Okay, talk to us about Lindsay's Lunchbox. So what is that? Why did you start it? And Mm -hmm. when did you start it?
2: So Lindsay's Lunchbox is a social media consulting company that I still run today. And it's kind of like my day job when I'm not doing podcast stuff. Mm. Um, And... Actually, like just before you guys came in, I posted for one of my clients, which is DeKalb Market Hall. So mm-hmm. if you have time to get to Brooklyn while you're here, it's delicious Ooh. beyond. Um, and there's a Katz's Deli in there. So it's definitely worth the trek. Nice. Um, but Lindsay's Lunchbox started because I was doing, my job before all of this was doing social media in-house for brands. Okay. And so I was doing it mostly for startups. And the last startup I worked with we got 60,000 followers from like 200 followers in six months. And wow. it was really cool. And it was the first time i had ever worked with a budget. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just like very exciting for us. And then as a result, I got all these messages on LinkedIn being like, hey, are you the person who does social for Go Butler? Like, mm-hmm. would love to hire you for my social, blah, blah, blah. And I kept getting these messages and I wasn't super happy where I was at the time. So I was like, I wonder if I could start a business where I do multiple companies, social media at once. Very cool. Essentially. And so I did this, I think, I guess it was like three or four years ago now and I got an office in a WeWork and just like went and, and made a retainer for myself and started working with clients. And at one point I had six or seven clients at once, like just me. And I don't know how I did that because now I only have three and it it's so stressful. Um, but I think that's also because I'm doing the podcast and it's it's really great because it's like a creative, creative outlet. I get to come up with all the social media content. Yeah. I also have my big camera that I use for Don't Expect Salads and my clients. So I go in and I shoot the menu of these places and like create these kind of, you know, photo shoots and um yeah, it's been really exciting to like grow these brands and stuff like that. So if anyone needs help, it's usually food related. Mm-hmm. But if anyone needs food related social media help, come to Lindsay's Lunchbox. love it. That's amazing. such a great name too. Thank you. Know, so That's cute. awesome. The name actually comes from I originally wanted to open a restaurant called Lindsay's <gasps> Lunchbox. Oh wow. And then I was Whoa. like opening a restaurant will be the death of me. Oh, yeah, wow. opening wow. I don't understand why. Anybody would wants to it. open a restaurant? Oh, legit oh, hell and torture. Oh, for and sure. What
0: the statistics of like
2: who? Speaking <laughs> of a restaurant, this is probably my food. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, Remember when we would like oh, beg our father to open a restaurant when we were younger? Yeah, no, he was like never again. He would never do it. And we were like, we'll be the waiters and the waitresses. Oh
0: God! Really when we were like eight years old, we would never, do- we would never have actually <laughs> gone go and did some work. Oh, my god! Oh, my God. Wow. Insane. Well, we're almost done here. Yeah, we're though. done. We're almost done. We're almost done. Um, I guess... What's something else? You're just... You're so multifaceted. You've There's so many... There's I'm so many hustler. avenues.
2: Yeah, yes, you really are. You are, for <laughs> sure. Oh, last question. Why is it called We Met at Acme? We Met at Acme, the name came from this bar on the Lower East Side called Acme. Okay. Which is very cool and chic and, like low-key kind of exclusive okay and i funny enough wouldn't be able to get in all the time when i was younger not because of my id but literally because they just like were like no oh my god um and sometimes they were like yes and then whenever they said yes i would meet someone at Acme like Mm. there would always be just a selection of incredible people to meet there Mm. and I and and like around two years ago when I was coming up with the podcast I was like what's a good name you know to show that it's a dating podcast Mm -hmm. first of all we met is like what people say all the time oh we met here we met met on hinge we met at you know whatever whatever. and so I I we met was definitely gonna be in there you Mm. know and then I was like but where you know where where could we have met and I was stalking this couple that you know I stalk on Instagram everyone has one (laughs) and they had just gotten married and in the comments and it was like Beshert, as I'm sure you know that word. Yeah. Beshert! beshert, it was beshert, which is word. Yiddish for "meant to be." Someone wrote in the comments, "I can't believe they met at, Ac- or I can't believe you met at Acme." Very cool. And I was like, That's "At it. Acme, we met at Acme." Like that is what it's going to be. Ugh, I love you know, it. I didn't turn back. So oh sick. my God. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you best. so much for having me. This was so fun, and also the mic thing is a game changer because you can just like relax, relax with your mic. Down, you know, you yeah, it's, it's amazing. very very chilled. Okay,
0: tell everyone where they can find you and all your different social. Thank presences.
2: you. You can follow us at We Met at Acme on Instagram. You can check out the podcast and obviously the episode with these gorge sisters yes. and um. You can follow my personal at Lynn's Metz, L-I-N-D-Z-M-E-T-Z. Funny story, I tried to do it with S's and lost the password. No. Um, oh you <laughs> can recover that. Yeah, maybe, but, but I got lazy and now yeah. it's just, I just my name is different. Um, and follow the food blog at Don't Expect Salads. You can check out lindzyslunchbox.com. And um thank you so much for having me on. Thank Denise. you. Yes. All right. You can
1: find us at OkaySis Podcast. Bye sisters.